Welcome to Erotic Wisdom with Mrs. Love. Welcome to the next in our series of talking to a beautiful, wonderful, gorgeous woman about ejaculation choice, ejaculation control, orgasm. Uh, without ejaculation and today we have a very dear friend and the beautiful wonderful gorgeous Valentina Leo with us also known as uh, Mrs. Love. Uh, Valentina so wonderful to have you here. Thank you. I'm broadcasting directly from my bed today. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. That is so beautiful and thank you for being so in the flow and so yeah. yourself, I think it's a beautiful setting. <laughs> I realize the best conversation happen on the pillows, you know, the pillow talks are the most intimate and honest and relaxed. And I thought, why should I pull myself together and pack myself up to have an intellectual conversation with you when we are actually talking about lovemaking and the activity that pertain to generally the bedroom. So I think maybe if I stay in the bedroom, I'll speak more wisely. <laughs> oh, it's lovely. And it's, that's our conversations in any event, you know, it's just like in the body and in the flow that you and I have. And it's always so wonderful. Uh, mm. So yeah, it's lovely. Um, yeah, let's, let's jump right in. Um, Valentina, what are your, yeah, let's just jump with what are your thoughts about this topic? What are your thoughts about um, being uh, practicing ejaculation uh, uh, control? I like the word ejaculation choice. Um, it, uh, it's so wonderful to get a, woman, a woman's perspective also in this. Um, um, you know, as a woman, you know, you're doing, uh, you know, you're one of the, Valentina is one of the, um, well-known, you know, wisest, a wise woman of Africa with a beautiful Italian accent, but a wise woman of Africa doing a lot of beautiful work in spirituality, consciousness, tantra, um, but also as a woman. Um, mm. Oh, but let me stop talking. What are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, so for me, first, I really like when you change your wording from a jacket control to a chocolate choices. And maybe we can even call it a jacket options. Yeah. That, uh, because men are really, they rely on control a lot. And to control also they ejaculate feels like another thing they have to do. Yeah. And I feel in my experience with men, um, the aspects that liberates them more from this dependence is when they meet uh, deep relaxation in the act of lovemaking so that they stop performing and they stop needing to arrive somewhere or present themselves in a certain way or be on top of it. And, um, and so also sex, it's something they have to control and do. Mm -hmm. And I think it gets really beautiful when we stop doing and we just are in the act of lovemaking and we allow the body to have their own wisdom and to move in the way they want to move. And, and when um, we don't, you know, I'm, in my experience, what started shifting in my last 10 years, perhaps I'm 50 now. So I think, I don't think, I don't remember. I'm not aware to have met men that could have option on the ejaculate before then. I've never met many young men that uh, were well-versed with that or had an interest in that or even a curiosity. And so what starts to happen that when there isn't this official ending, you know, of the uh, man ejaculating and, and everything deflates and there is, we drop into this stillness. When that piece is not there, what happened is that the lovemaking start to become endless. Meaning that I start to recognize that lovemaking is the primary movement that we have as lovers and as human beings on the planet. 
I mean, it's a new way to look at reality, you know? And I love making is the first movement, the most important, the priority for our fulfillment, our well-being, our heart connection with each other, with the world, with nature, with creative thinking. I mean, we can go on and on and on the biology of the well-being of sex. It's, you know, we can find that out. And then in the breaks, when I don't make love, Okay, let me quickly go to work so I can make some money. We can buy some food that we can eat in the pause <laughs> of lovemaking, or we can eat good food so we are stronger and 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 more uh, healthy to then be more present in lovemaking. And then let me build a house so that we can have a roof and and over our head when we make love, let me have a beautiful bed. So we have a bed for making love. And so start looking at how our reality, it's all set up just for this moment of lovemaking. It's the ultimate, uh, uh, for me in my experience, the ultimate prayer, the ultimate meditation, when we really go talk to source and resource. When we make love, we resource, we go back to where we come from. And we bring back forth some wisdom every time when, when we really can relax and let go of doing sex, but being in this um, space of uh, pure love moving to our body. And so to acknowledge that there is a movement greater than mine that moves me, move my genital, move my body. When the mind is involved, there is this goal that we want to achieve for men and for women. I mean, I can say the same thing that now there is this big trend that also women must ejaculate and squirt across the room and be multi-orgasmic and have it all. Those also are elements that create pressure, you know, and I think when the heart are meeting, the body can just follow. And so when we relax in meeting goals that are practically on the doing, you know, ejaculation also is an action. And we fall back into ourselves. I mean, when a man ejaculates, that's also what I, I like to call it. I can feel that he's resourcing from within himself as well. And then on the other side, I am the receiver of a richer expression of himself. You know, when I see that instead of moving outside of himself, he refuel his energy back in him, into himself. And then of course, when he's fulfilled, there is more for the giving. And I happen to be there in the moment or after, I, I receive so much more depth and presence from this man. Um, so yeah, the, the, I think the main part is this idea that then sex never end. You know, we've so been trained that we ejaculate the, the movement of love making comes to an end and uh, and we stop because you know that's when the energy really drop and sometimes we fall asleep and it's okay also i don't think this you know one time sometimes i was with this guy that um, had quite a um how do you say pre-coach uh, he was ejaculating quickly and uh, also you, he would apologize to me. And I was like, don't worry, beloved. It means you just can't resist me. It's quite flattering actually, you know, <laughs> that you enter me and you just, you come within a few minutes. It's like, it's okay, I get it. I am irresistible. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, from there, that could be a great beginning, you know, because mm -hmm. then all the expectation, all the anxiety, it's gone. And now we can really begin making love and making love as a process of being with each other that takes time. And sometimes there is penetration and sometimes there isn't. And it's still lovemaking and it's still profound. Mm. And, and so ejaculation, again, is an option. Sometimes it's there. Sometimes it's beautiful to have it. Sometimes it's not necessary. Sometimes it's more <clears throat> appropriate in, in different direction. But surely a man that uh, knows how to engage with that, it's a man that is interested in the yoga of being himself. And that's clearly is a man I am interested into as well, because he's a yogi, because clearly he's making a choice to know himself in, the, in his expression in life. And oh. so 
it means it's someone that is willing to be in the fire of the deepest meditation of life. And generally, these are the men I feel more attracted to be with. Um, there is more substance, there is more spiritual content. Even in the failing of it, you know, it doesn't mean it's gonna get easy from the beginning, but the willingness to, to practice and to cho make choices like this, it's, it's, it's a form of yoga, you know, for me is the, the ultimate, is the yoga of sex, is what, which is the yoga of life eventually. So, and as you know, and that brings changes in all aspects of your life, you know, not just in how you show up in bed. We say that how you show up in bed is how you show up in your life. And so, you know, if you can maintain and sustain stated of heightened sensation um, for a longer time and relax into that, that mm -hmm. surely is a great skill to have in your life. You know, oh, you, you know, when you ejaculate quickly, I mean, I, I made the joke, I was really flattered, of course, so I'm a, I am irresistible. So what this guy, poor guy could do, you know, but, you know, when we look into it, also, this was a man that wasn't really engaging with life, that was uh, um, so intimidated by the overwhelm and the richment, richness that life also brought to him. And to ejaculate quickly was his way to not deal, not to have to deal with it, not oh. to have to deal with my intensity also to the depth, but also its life intensity. And I think oh. a man that, yeah, you want to say something? Okay. I'm going on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I just love, I just love your, just about the heightened uh, sensation, you know, of, of, of life. Um, as you say, you know, not to ejaculate in you and stay in that heightened sensation. And then whether there's penetration or not penetration in you, then with the person and whether you are with a person in bed or whether you're just walking down the river, you're still in that heightened sensation of yeah. love. So there's yes. such a beautiful, I just love that, you know, and with you and that actually life is actually all about love making and and you know, the house and the bed and you know. It's going to earn money to do that, so we have it there, but so that we can make love to each other yeah. and to life, you know, yeah. to life, to everything, you know. Uh, when we go running to practice cardiovascular, we go and do yoga to practice balance and suppleness, we do breath yeah. work, so we practice <clears throat> to sustain a heightened state of expanded consciousness in the peak of pleasure. In the yeah. peak of anger, in the peak of fear, in all peaks, but also and sometimes deep love making is very scary because we die when we go really deep inside each other. And so I notice how all the practices of our life is the groundwork to be lovers, to be, to show up in the in, to show up in the in the groundwork of love making. And so we eat good food so that when you make love, you can be supple, you can sustain difficult position, you can, you can support your lover, you can keep breathing through all the emotional release. Sometimes it's joy, sometimes it's tears, sometimes it's agony, the ex-agony when we go deep in love making, all of this should appear, you know, in, in the mm -hmm. dojo of your bedroom, not just the, 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 the happy loving, and happy banging, I don't know how to call it anywhere. That's, that's, that's not real, you know, that's also, that's yeah. the performance of lovemaking, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, when you don't ejaculate, you bring all of that in everything else you do, even when you take your children to the park, you know, and you're still heightened yeah. by that space in your being. And that's what your children can thrive on, play with, you know, when they are, exposed to us as adults that are rich of the lovemaking in our life. Um, you no, know, we are more available. We also become channel to source instead of becoming channel to the stressful nature of my job. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. then we remember my job is stressful, but I undertake the stress because I want the money. So with the money, maybe I want to have a big car um, to take my lover in and we can go to a great hotel where I've got a king-size bed that overlooks the ocean and we make love. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Go you on, know, ultimately, 
There's someone else saying these things that I so fucking feel and believe, you know, that, that, that's why I so feel it, you know, just to find another human being resonate the same kind of exact expression is so nice. Yeah, that's exactly oh, wonderful. Ultimately, all we do, isn't it? We get a big car to pick up girls. We need to take them to the big restaurant and impress them. Girls, yeah. and for girls to pick up guys, the same. You know, the women spend hours in front of the mirror to be beautiful. Why? Because they want to seduce. They want to be looked at. They want to be uh, courts cor courted. Courted, yeah. Yeah. Yes, is it that you know you want to feel important, we want to feel that we've been noticed and someone wants to enter us that uh, that mm -hmm. there is this man that is curious about my internal nature. I mean, these are the real calling of sexuality. We want to be inside each other because we want to drink and eat from each other's essence, you know, our our each other's heart. This is this is the true calling. But we don't speak about it. And then we, we live in this illusion of the performance of the sexual encounter, mm. when in reality, mm. we all want intimacy. We all want to be seen in the depth, inside of ourselves. Sure. And you know that also when a man doesn't ejaculate, I feel he becomes more vulnerable to his own feeling, to its own um, vulnerability, sure. you know? And that means now I'm penetrating him. Now I'm also, and it's giving me an opportunity to also enter him. Mm -hmm. It's not about the, that he penetrates me. Yeah, that's what it looks like. But in the invisible, in the real movement of life, in the energetic, then we come to a point where we don't know anymore who's in inside each other. Mm -hmm. Because when he enters himself, when he ejaculates, so he has to go back inwards, he can take me with him. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, you, you drop so deep in your heart, it helps you dropping into your heart, and then the person you're with can feel that. Your heart and your lingam gets connected. Um, Completely. And I, now it's opening a portal. I can enter in direct. I can feel the, the energy of his body quivering. And, and he stopped doing, you know, there is that moment and you know, when you practice in there, you have to concentrate on your own breath, especially at the beginning, to be with yourself, to be aware of what's happening in your body. And so the performance to impress the other cannot be there in that moment. And mm. as a woman, I feel this and I feel he stopped doing and he dropped in the pure being. And I want that. That's very attractive, you know, and, uh, he becomes feminine. He, he has the quality of the feminine that surrender backwards. And that's what I'm usually familiar with. And now I, he can offer that back to me. And- um, Sure, Valentina, I get, I get like goosebumps, yeah. goosebumps on that, you know? Yeah, and if, they, you know, if you drop into that feminine, I often say to guys, you know, if you, you know, especially men have never come across that, you know, if you drop into your feminine, you actually feel that you can actually sense and feel the woman you're with so much better. You know, so if you're connected with your own feminine and you end up playing with her, you can actually feel her energy so much. And it's like becomes this beautiful dance because you're also connected to your own. You can energetically feel when it's the right time to enter, uh, when it's, you know, when it's not. Um, and the whole interplay of lovemaking is, 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 and, and, uh, so, and I find the ejaculation interesting. You know, and so we also can overcome this role play that is so boring, you know, we've done that. And so when a man becomes vulnerable, also he allow, because the moment he enters his feminine uh, space, it allows for me to be my masculine because, you know, we need the polarity. And so yeah. then I can start to feel my emptiness. I can start to feel the way I can hold space for him to feel himself. It's wonderful, you know, it's a beautiful space for, to be also for a woman that now I'm gonna be still and I'm gonna be this empty space and he can really feel the subtlety of, of the energy rippling back into his body and the sensitivity on the skin everywhere, on the tip of his finger, on his chest, on his toes, 
you know, not, not just on his lingam, that suddenly is everywhere. So I really like to stroke his body, you know, and to also help him to expand his ability to feel. And in that, it, it offers something to me. It's, it grows my masculine essence also, my ability to be really present with what's happening and not just get lost in my own chaos, which is, I mean, is delightful too, but uh, it expands my presence and that's amazing. Yeah, I've had the same. Yeah, and I've had, you know, some of the guys uh, also, they've been practicing it. You know, there's quite a range of guys that, you know, that work with short periods and people that have gone for long. And, and some have shared with me the experience that, you know, that they actually bond with their partners much, much, much more if they don't ejaculate, you know, and, and it became this really deep bonding, you know. So it's such beautiful things for people to do. Sure, that have been in long relationships, isn't it? I don't know. I think the bonding is bonding becomes they bond because they they go back inside themselves. Yeah. And they take their partner with. And so yes. now they have the experience of having their beloved inside, inside their heart. And for men that wants to avoid intimacy, it's very easy to just ejaculate and never let anybody in. The movement is outward. There is the movement of sex, where as a man, I enter another. I go places, but I don't let them come into inside this place. Yeah. You know, and so a lot of these guys, they just like to fuck around. Actually, you can see they're really scared of deep intimacy. They don't want to let anybody inside themselves. Yeah. You know, and when they do, the bonding really happens. Because now it's really vulnerable and this beautiful being has been inside your heart with you. Now it's special. There is something really special about this other person. And it's not something I consume anymore. Sex is not something we consume. Mm. Not some, yeah, it's a thing. I always said, um, you know, I found, in, in, you know, this is the business of our life. We consume everything. We consume uh, movies, social media, food, you know, is the consumerism. And so sex became also something we need to consume, to suck it out, to take what we want from it and walk away, you know, and in, in many young people having a lot of different sexual relationship there is this idea that we go in there and we take what we need what we want we use it we consume it but when we go into the depth with it we culture it it's very different and so by the guy not expressing its seed outward the seed reseeds themselves inward you know that semen goes back inside themselves and they seed themselves in their heart. It's, it's oh, a culture, I you know. I love mm-hmm. that. They're cultivating themselves. Yeah, and so they partner, and they partner become the gardener that water the seed with them. Yeah, they that's, really, that's so beautifully articulated, you know, the seed out or and you can have the choice, you know, sometimes they seed out and sometimes they seed in and you cultivate yourself. It's beautifully articulated. Yeah. But yeah. What are your um what are your um your experience been like in terms of men and women that even know about this? I find, you know, often when I talk to people about it, they're like, what the fuck? You know, what you know, what are you talking about? You know, and it's almost my I've almost a sense of like 99% of men and 99% of women don't know about this. Um, so yeah, just to get your, your, your thoughts on that, whether, whether it's not as bad as that. And then, yeah, then secondly, yeah, it's just been, what share with you that it's, so that is the one hand what I experienced, but the other hand. Let me answer that first. It's like, sure. um, yeah, I mean, I think 99% of people don't know this, like 99% of people, um, have two weeks holiday a year and they are happy with that and they accept that and uh, um, you know sometimes I really realize um, we are a very small fringe of explorer you know explorer love cadets that really are, have a fascination for consciousness 
and um, and sexuality of course is the is the biggest tool we have to understand consciousness and so we are a very small percentage and that's just that i don't have a problem with that also i think that uh, although we are a small percentage there's still so much of us anyway because the world it's full of humans so there is enough people to play with and to engage with and i feel that the people that uh, for me in the way i work now with people they need to really be ready to wanting to do this i'm not trying to convince anybody anymore i'm not a tantra evangelist i've stopped that i I really feel there was a lot of, um, I used a lot of my own energy to convince people and to try to invite them into this uh, realm. And, and I noticed the one I try to convince are the one that deliver more poorly because they want to make me happy or do it because I suggest it or they don't really have a deep calling. And so, I notice now it's um, I don't I don't make that effort anymore. I really sit back more and more. I ejaculate <laughs> a lot. Also with my teaching, I teach more and more what really drives me and inspire <clears throat> me and uh, make me thrive in my life and in my teaching, so that I don't become bored of what I teach. Trying to convince people that don't have a fire to give me. And, and so, yeah, we are a really small minority, but it's as it is. And I'm also, you know, I've let go of having the, the funny conversation over dinner with people that think it's impossible or they, you know, like, like recently I sat with um, someone I know very dearly, a member of my family that still sent me a link on Google that says that the G-spot doesn't really exist, hasn't been proven that it exists. <laughs> He needs to send this to have an argument with me. And I'm like, whatever. If you want to believe it doesn't exist, it's your call. I feel sorry for your wife. I don't need you to prove it to me because I know exactly that exists and what it does and how it moves in my being. (laughs) It creates such an expanded experience in my life. I need to know it. I don't even care if Google doesn't honor it or recognize it. Whatever, you know? (laughs) If you need Google to, to confirm, you know? so then you, you go there because it means he's not curious enough about loving his wife to wanting to take the journey. So those are hard work, those students are the ones that always will challenge you with the mind and with the but, but, and, you know, I think also the journey with um, having ejaculate choices is ultimately a spiritual journey. It's a spiritual journey to, because I think the man that goes there, they want to know who they are. They mm. want to understand themselves. Yeah. Tell me, uh, what, do you, what do you know uh, about it? You hang out with more men than I do. They tell this, isn't it a spiritual journey, more of it, what men want out of it? Yes, the people that are coming, it is so much wider than just ejaculation. It's actually a deep inner journey that the guys want to know themselves. You know, they come yeah. for and for, you know, let's learn this this thing. I can be a better lover. And for whatever, there's so many different reasons, probably 100 different reasons, but people would come there. 100 different benefits or 200, I don't know how many benefits of doing this. Um, so people come for different reasons and then they come and they go, wow, this is so much wider than I thought. And then it becomes this deep inner journey and, uh, and you know, um, beautiful exploration of that. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I totally same. Yeah, this, you know, the, the people, I think, what I find is just to put it out there is so great for me. And then the people that are already out, I also don't want to persuade people. It's still hard work. You know, to persuade people at all hard work. And, and yeah. rather use the energy for the one that really want to know, you know? Yeah, keep your energy for the one that really wants to know instead of try to convince the, the one yeah. that uh, needs convincing. Exactly. It's like the G-spot example, you know, the, to someone, an orgasm and ejaculation are two different things, and they even haven't heard about ejaculation. It's just too hard, you know. So it's not a, so more opening it up, and then, and then the people. But will, also, will... they will come. You know, it's like you're putting it out there. You're putting, um, you you make them think, and maybe there are some men that will. They're so terrified, and, and might think about it for three, four, five years, 
and then maybe only then they will come to your circle and uh, and that's okay and yeah. it, to take that time for them even to separate this concept of orgasm and ejaculate that are two different things sure, sure. They'll, they'll come when they're ready yeah i must share with you that in this last one we did well the first one i did yeah like like uh, close to 70 men all around the world that actually were on the challenge and on the zoom course you will see the open-hearted vulnerable sharing of the brothers you know it's just amazing it's really nice to see men coming together in this space Abby. yeah yeah yeah, it's important. I think it's it's that time. It's your time now. I think as women, we started the work already 20 years ago, you know, all this feminine awakening. And now it's your time. It's the time for men to become feminine. You know, the biggest work I've always done with women to um, allow them to meet the, the deepest places of their own sexuality is to teach women how to make love from the feminine because all of us women also mm -hmm. were educated to engage in mm -hmm. sexual activity with a masculine mind that is aimed to an orgasm that we need to come and plenty and we need, to, you know, like a really masculine orientation around sex. No one gets too vulnerable, you know, it's, it's also a way to, to hide ourselves actually in all the mm -hmm. very sexualized movements as women, the seduction and the control and the manipulation. And so for women to really drop also into the tantric mystery, the biggest job has always been to, to relinquish the control of the internal masculine, that want mm -hmm. them to be in a certain way, that want them to be like, they want them to, feel powerful through their sexuality. Women manipulate and seduce subconsciously a lot more than they realize there is a, and in this, you know, for many women want their guys to ejaculate. If the guys yeah. doesn't ejaculate, they can be quite unhappy and angry at them and upset about it. I've, I've heard of this, you know, oh, for sure. doing the no, work. Almost a desirability thing, you know. I often say to the guys, talk to your partner what you're doing so that they can understand. Otherwise, there's also a conditioning with, with women that they don't feel desirable if you don't ejaculate, you know. So you also have to educate them in the process, you know. Yes, yes. And that's also the masculine, that they, they, there is this measuring, you know, like everything is linear. We learn it how it's supposed to be. If this sequence of events don't happen in this linear way, it means I'm not good enough, which what it really means that I'm losing control. I have no control to what's happening here, which is the good part about orgasm. You know, to have orgasm, you need to lose control. You need to be prepared to die and to go into the chaos. And that's what I've been teaching the women a lot, to not be afraid to be completely out of control. Oh. And, yep. and then, and I feel for the men, now is this moment for the men too, you know, to let go of also that control because we are afraid <laughs> of what's behind that. In control, there is an expectation. It's masculine because it's linear. I do this action, I'm gonna get that response. Then it means I'm in control of my life. I'm in control of this situation. Then it means I'm safe. And when we are not in control, when the cows take over, when we shit scared because we love him so deeply and our body are taking over and we don't know what's happened, it can be very scary for many people. And we reject that. And we don't want to go in heightened state of pleasure um, because we've never been there. No one educated us. And then it feels really terrifying. And so for the man to learn that it's okay also to be scared. Yeah, it's so beautiful. It's like, yeah, for, for yeah, a big part of my journey was when I could surrender, you know, when I saw, when I realized that I could just be surrender and be taken and be penetrated by this woman that I'm worth, you know, like energetic penetration. And I like also get into that vulnerable space. And then I'd really reached the, like the, my life so much in that space. You know, like this really came up with me recently is that I just realized I have so many women coming to me and saying, oh, I want to be ravished, you know, I, I wish my partner could ravish me, you know, still. So there is, 
maybe to give context of that, I, you know, that I often find that um, we love your inputs in it. That um, you know that it's men, women, men get into the space of dropping into this into this beautiful vulnerability space um, and get into the feminine space. But it's a beautiful dance both ways. And then at a point with an open heart, it is great to rubbish your woman. You know, and it's great, beautiful to rubbish it for her to, to be also to open and to allow and to be totally rubbish, you know, to be fat with, with an open heart, you know, that type of thing. And I think sometimes I find that, um, and maybe this is more in a conscious, strontic space where maybe men gets very much into their feminine and then can't rubbish a woman or, or, or don't feel that comfortable to rubbish a woman anymore. And, and I, I just feel that there's sometimes that there is... I don't, whole think, I don't think they're into their feminine. I think they're really afraid to express their desire, you know, and, and that's again control. And maybe there was an experience that they received when they expressed themselves that was not well received. And so they're scared to really show their deepest and powerful desire. So one time a friend of mine told me, Sai Tzu, maybe you know him, he gave me this beautiful mantra that I teach all my students, fuck with your heart and make love and love with your genitals. You know, we normally fuck with the genital and then we have the romance of the heart. No, yeah. in real life, learn to fuck with your heart because life will come at you intensely and, and Fuck with your heart, take it on, take like for on, take your lover on, don't be afraid to crack your heart open, here is where it really happens, sex begins in the heart, here is where the, the erotic dynamic are really happening, the genital are just mere uh, tools to express the heart. And so you must know this, you know, for the man, the lingam is the vis visible expression to the heart. So men can use their cock to really fuck life physically in the world of form. And women get fucked internally, you know, so their organ is internal and they can re receive the ravishing of life all the way into the heart. Men resort from the heart when they meet the depth of their heart in hands, ejaculating. It's like penetrating themselves backward and ejaculate into their own heart. Now, when they culture their heart, the man, now they can use their cock, their lingam, to express the deep intensity um, romance and desire to love and penetrate reality. It all come, it all happened in the heart. And the lingam is just an instrument to express that in the world. And for women, it's the opposite, is the ability to take in the heart the all of humanity. We say that the woman is the body of love. We say that the feminine is the body of the planet. And the planet love the whole of humanity. The planets include animal, plant, flower, tree, children, elder perpetrator, victim, everything it's included in the dance of life. And so from the tantric perspective, the feminine body, the challenge is to be able to keep relaxing into herself and keep expanding so she can contain the whole of life inside her body through sex in being penetrated, we practice as women to open and, and let go of all the resistance between being this woman and be in the body of the planet and just let it all happen. And so welcoming in my heart and realizing I'm being fucked all the way into my heart. And so many women still have many resistance at many level in their body from the yoni to the heart. Sure. But the, real, the final portal is to let a man which carries the whole dance of life into That's the depth of her heart. Beautiful. That's how he ravishes her. Like yeah. he eating ripe fruit, like he's surfing the waves, like he's running on the mountain with that commitment to give all of himself to her head first. I also like this idea that also we have on the, on the, on the tip of the, the penis, there is the gland and the gland is in the shape of a heart. You know, uh, there, is, there is a piece, there's got those two, you oh, know, you look at yeah. it. 
his yeah. parts. It shows on the tip of his cock. And he's yeah. tender. The gland is so delicate, no? It's, it's, it's designed to be touched really gently and delicately because that's the skin of a man's heart. And so when a man penetrates a woman with this awareness that he's giving her his heart and therefore it's delicate and he's tender and he wants depth, then his movement doesn't matter it, what do they look like. They really carry his true, honest commitment to, to fuck with his heart. Oh, and okay. The heart comes before the head. The cock, the heart, the head. I love that. <laughs> it's the opportunity that men have to operate with the intelligence of the with the head of the cock, we say that the gland is called the head, no? Uh, uh. So that's the true intelligence. That's the mind of the lingam. It's pure intelligence is on the top of the cock. You know, that's the head of the lingam. And, and that's, we penetrate head first, is the first dissolution that is gonna happen when the penis enter the body of woman, the first thing that needs to blast it's the mind, his own head. And then the man can go into the unknown. So for a man to really ravish a woman, to, for, to really fuck her into her depth, he must let go of all his story, all his shame, its religious education, and um, this idea that he's humiliating her. Because many men grew up also with the idea that the cock <clears throat> is toxic, that their sexuality it's toxic, that there is a problem with the amount of desire that a man have for a woman. This is all lies, it's not true, it's, it's badly perceived, you know. So this is a story of our society, you know, to also keep the passionate lovers at bay. And, and there is this belief, it's a religious belief that uh, the penis is contaminated and is toxic. And so if I really fuck a woman hard, I... I dishonor her. There is this idea that she get dishonored by a sure. man love to that's, her. You know, that's what of, many men are scared to do it, you know, like they're yeah. scared to, they're scared to dishonor it. and they're scared to, to be violent and they're scared to yeah. be too much. Yes. And instead, but, that's everything a woman wants. Sure. That's everything we want, actually. Yeah. Exactly. If it's done in the way that you explained it, that's exactly what the woman wanted. That's what the cock. Wow, no, that's so beautifully. I'm so glad I asked you this question about rubbishing of, of, of a woman and you know rubbishing you know each other. It's wonderful, articulated, Valentino. It's amazing. Yeah, it's and a I spend a lot of time thinking about this stuff. <laughs> you know, this is my question. <laughs> And I, when I work with men, I see this in men. I see that I want to feel deeply desired by them. I want to feel that they wouldn't be want to be anywhere else but deep inside of me. And they hold themselves back from showing me the depth of their desire. I can feel they're holding back. And so when yeah. I work with them, you know, not as intimate lover, but as student and practitioner, this is the place I always invite them to go, they need to go into the beast. They think they have a beast, but this beast could be their greatest ally. What's your sexual beast is really telling you? Draw from the wisdom of the beast, it's not your enemy. It's also another part of you, the animalistic body. And if they will be willing to ask the deepest question, they might get some deep wisdom from their profound desire to enter the body of a woman. I feel is the ultimate devotion. You know, the design of God is so perfect. The man mm -hmm. can't resist women. The man have an erection in, in the presence of a woman. You know, I often said, you know, women get all offended is the man just get hard when they walk into the room. He's like, oh my God, he's such a pervert. He all think about is having sex and they put men down when in reality when a woman is really awakening her sexuality the question the dynamic will be the opposite you know I always make a joke sure. it's like what do you mean you're not having an erection in my presence what exactly. the fuck haven't exactly. you noticed me have I not entered the room 
You should all have an erection. Then I feel seen. I feel received. I feel that your body responded to the purity of my desire to be seen. You know, because this is form wanting to be penetrated by consciousness. This is the design of life. And as men and women, we represent the body of the planet wanting to be penetrated by consciousness. And so that's what the men are in the offering. The difference is that when the, we were educated that when a man has an erection and a woman generated this erection, the woman needs to take care of it, needs to find resolution and needs to finish the job. That's, uh, I was told. Yeah, it's also like a conditioning in that space. No, God, Valentina, so beautiful. Yeah, I, I, I tell the guys, please, whatever you do, don't stop your erection. You yes. And there's gorgeous women, and you have this erection. Whatever you do, don't stop it. Because if you block it, you're going to block it for fucking ever. Or yes. you're going to stop blocking it forever. You start blocking your sexual energy. Have that erection. That's yeah. beautiful. Uh, and uh, well, in a way, in a conscious mood, we're looking at it like, wow, like, like you thought it's a compliment. And that's, you know? and that erection, it's an offering. Nothing needs to be done about yeah. it. Here, beloved woman, I've got this erection. It could be an offering. If you want to, if you wish to take it, I offer this. But if you, nothing needs to be done. It doesn't, again, needs to be finished off you yeah. know, with an ejaculation yeah. because yeah. the erection is the problem. There is no problem. Sure, you, can <laughs> just, you can just be with your erection in the room. And what, what, is, what is more wonderful standing in the room with a lot of beautiful women and having this erection and just be with your erection, isn't it? That's wonderful. You don't have to and do then, anything. And then becomes an offering, not only to the women, then, then an offering to life then becomes a, a spiritual practice of being yeah. absolutely present in this moment um, that I cannot hide myself. There are no hiding places that even my body <clears throat> becomes hard, is full of God right now responding to this moment. That's what the erection also is. It's spectacular, you know, that, that the, the man is so fulfilled by himself that becomes wow. so hard visible. You know, there's no hiding place. That's yeah. ultimate gift to God. I am here, God, yeah. source, yeah. divine, existence, whatever you want to call it. Um, wow, so is, it, it's a real so, presence. Oh, that is so amazing. That is, this is so inspirational and, and I'm so passionate about this because it starts with, with ejaculation choice, but but look where the journey can go. But it's, yes. you know, the guys come and say, okay, I want to learn. Oh, okay. Uh, I've got maybe premature ejaculation, or maybe I, I don't even have that, but I want to last longer in bed. I want to be a better lover. And all of that is beautiful, a beautiful starting point. But look where this journey can go. Isn't that yeah. amazing question we're having now and that you're so beautifully articulating? Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you for inviting <laughs> this conversation. <laughs> Thank you for you for being so beautifully articulating it so well and being open for it. Uh, is there anything else you wanna want, want to add? Anything else? Is there anything, is there anything else coming up? What I want to say that I I am really I'm giving you all my blessing. Not that you need them, but uh, when I see you doing this work and uh, I, I I really. I know, it's not that I hope, I know it's, it's your journey, Leonard. It's your, uh, it's, 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 you're entering the mystery of masculinity on a, on a very deep level. And so you're sharing, it's essential. Like I do, you know, I teach what I do so that I can learn, <laughs> really. <laughs> My students serve me. Without them, I wouldn't go deeper into the work. And so, it's, it's in, you know, it looked like I'm serving them, but actually, and so I see you, the, the, the devotion that happens in your being to be so devoted to this masculine current um, and to understand your physical body and, and, the, and you're going in the mystery, in the deepest mystery. So that is so, oh. such a gift. When you really flower into yourself, then it doesn't really matter what you do. You just brings gift to this world. 
and and I see this happening and I I feel this expansion. It's a pleasure to know you and to have you in my life. Oh, thanks, thanks, love. And yeah, uh, yeah, we teach what we need to need want to learn or need to learn most. Uh, and, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, uh, uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. You'll, you'll, you'll make a difference for so many men. It's gonna be a ripple. And, uh, and, and we, that's how we help each other, you know, and they will impact the women in their life. And, and so we go, we dance together. Mm. So, so I really, I feel privileged that I had this opportunity to, to also share from my deeper intimacy from my bed. <laughs> Thank you so much, Valentina. Thank you for being in your bed doing this interview. That's beautiful. This chat, you know, this is so beautiful. And you look gorgeous and you look wonderful. And I'm so happy to have you in my life and love you madly. Oh. Mm-hmm.